0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the believers. Amen. Dear King, Dear Faith The countdown continues. Just as children count how many days for their next birthday, so normally during this time, the catechumens count the days before their rebirth into Christ's death at their baptism at the Easter Vigil. Today on Sexagesima Sunday, we now mark symbolically 60 days before the great Paschal solemnity. In the Divine Office of Septuagesima Day, especially in the lessons at the Night Office of Matins, we retrace the story of sin and salvation and follow closely a theme of St. Augustine for the instruction of the catechumens of his time. We divided salvation history into six ages five before Christ, the sixth being the age of Jesus and his church, and we can add a seventh age as the consummation of the world at the end of time. At Matins of the three Sundays preceding Ash Wednesday, we read the stories of the patriarchs of the first three ages Adam, Noah, and Abraham. This past week, we reread the story of creation and of the fall. And today, we recall the story of Noah, the great flood, and the ark of salvation. Sin entered into this world through the fault of Eve and Adam. And then, because of the persisting sins of men, God permitted a great flood to destroy the earth and all men, save Noah and his family. Today we can place ourselves spiritually in Noah's shoes because today we are counting down like Noah. We are a little more than seven days away from Ash Wednesday in the beginning of the 40 days of Lent. And to Noah God said, Yet a while and after seven days I will reign upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Like Noah, we are, we are anticipating the quarantine a holy quarantine to make reparation to the Lord for our sins. And meanwhile, like Noah, we should be following the instructions of the Lord to prepare for what comes next. But first, we must have fully received the Word of God. God has sown His Word into our hearts. By the Holy Scriptures, especially as presented to us through the Holy Liturgy, by the teachings of Holy Mother Church, especially as presented to us by our parents and then our Catechism teachers and our priests. Like in the Gospel of today, this life of grace that begins here on earth by faith and culminates in the light of glory in heaven will wither and die if it doesn't fall upon good ground. It is during zippe time that we must prepare good ground in our soul. We don't want our soul to be like the wayside, where we become distracted by the passing worldly wisdom of men, men that trot us underfoot with their empty worldly maxims, or where our minds are devoured by the birds or the agents of Satan that infiltrate our minds, especially through the media, that now constantly surround us, so that our minds are easily overwhelmed and consequently incapable of raising themselves to God and the things of God. The word of God received through faith, like the sea, should not remain sterile, but should be developed by exercising the virtue of faith by studying our faith. We don't want our soul to be like a rock where we possess, indeed, the faith, but fail to nourish it by practicing it, by keeping the Ten Commandments, the precepts of the Church, by doing the spiritual and corporal works of mercy? If our soul is too much like a rock, then the slightest rain shower of temptation will find in our heart not a sprouting plant that is rooted enough to resist temptation, or even to grow stronger through temptation, but a seed that has remained a mere seed and ready to wash away. St. Paul in the Epistle today confessed having weakness, and that the Lord had said to him, My grace is sufficient for you, for strength is made perfect in weakness. St. Paul could glory in his weakness because his heart was open to cooperate with the grace of God. But the seed of faith upon a rock-hard soul that remains closed to graces offered it will soon wash away. We don't want our soul to be full of thorns, all those worldly cares and pleasures, love of the creature, love of money, that represent all those earthly objects that become rivals to God's love when we love them more than Him. These earthly things Seek constantly to turn us away from God and towards the creature. Just as the animals choke the growing seed, so we may practice our faith to some extent, going to mass, going to confession, fulfilling our exterior obligations. But if our true love is elsewhere, in money or in self-gratification, these earthly loves will soon choke our charity to death. We want our soul to be good ground. Incorde, bono, et optimo, with a, an upright and good heart, among those who having heard the word of God hold a fast and bear fruit in patience. We want to be those who not only seek not to bring the Ten Commandments, but seek to practice the virtues, especially the little virtues of humility, meekness, patience, and obedience. You might even want to try to focus on a particular virtue this Lent. St. Francis de Sales tells us, it is well for everybody to select some special virtue at which to aim, not as neglecting any others, but as an object in pursuit through the mind. Of course we should have all the virtues in some measure, and you also can't possess one virtue without possessing at least a little of all the others. But depending on our state of of life and our state of soul, some virtues may be even more indispensable than the others. For example, if we find ourselves with many opportunities each day to practice patience, but few chances to practice magnanimity, then patience might be the proper virtue upon which to focus. Or if we are aware of a specific vice in ourselves, for example greed, then practicing the opposite virtue of generosity will help to rid ourselves of the vice. If our soul is good ground, then even the rains of adversity, persecution, contradictions and sufferings will not drown us or flush out our faith, provided it is well rooted. A joyful soul that accepts these showers of suffering with gladness and offers it up will be the most fruitful soil and the most fruitful soul. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.